Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Wednesday, April 5th. It is six minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels, and we're glad you're joining us this morning. Of course, you can follow along on YouTube. All you have to do is type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. So President Trump, he spoke from his home in Florida after he was arraigned in New York, charged with 34 counts of felony falsification of business documents and charges in the first degree. He, of course, pleaded not guilty, and then he returned to the place in Florida where he gave a speech to a big crowd full of American flags draped behind him, and it really looked more like a campaign presentation. Yeah, and we've been playing audio all throughout the day. We'll continue to play more audio from that speech this hour, but I feel like Casey, we've been a little neglectful because there is another way by which the president, former president, communicates with the, the populace. Mm-hmm. That is via the Truth Social Media app. And there were many tweets or truths or whatever we're calling them uh, about his big day yesterday and different things he wanted people to see. And well, there was one that I thought kind of stood out and maybe just totally captured the essence and aura of Donald Trump. And I thought, if with your permission, we might do a little a little dramatic reading. I think that's a good idea. Are yeah. you ready? Well, for those of you who don't know, we've done this for many years now on the uh, on the program. When we read Trump truths or tweets or whatever they are, if it's on social media, we do play Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You in the background because Casey is... You may know the president once told me I was both terrific and a great dream. Mm-hmm. And this that is my uh, <laughs> p- forever payback to him uh, in return. And I read them as I picture the voice in Trump's head as he is typing them on the various social media apps. In, in all capital letters, as he always does. So the voice is the voice in Trump's head as he's putting his thumbs on the cellular telephone, putting them out. All right? I'm ready if right, you're ready. Let's do it. And Alvin Bragg shut down New York City. Brought in 38,000 NYPD officers. And we'll spend an estimated $200 million of New York City funds for a totally legal $130,000 NDA. On top of all that, the Ninth Circuit Court just awarded me $122,000 over the $500,000 already awarded from Stormy. Horse face. <laughs> Daniels. <laughs> no relation. Exclamation point. <laughs> nice work. He also just truthed out a little bit ago, about an hour ago, saying that Congress should defund the DOJ and the FBI and come to their senses because the Democrats have totally weaponized law enforcement in our country. Why didn't he do it, though? Oh, now we got to defund the DOJ. We got to defund the FBI. You had your your chance. You knew what they were. And I got an email, a very nice email from a listener last night because Mm -hmm. people get upset. Look, we are equal opportunity offenders here. 
And I think the reason, did you know we're number one in the key demo, Casey? Did you know? I did. In the know money that. demo, I did we're number that. one. Yeah. And the reason we are number one, as much as that may enrage people down the street from us, maybe as much as it might enrage people who are state lawmakers who will tell people, no one listens to you. And that's so weird that no one listens, but we're number one, um, is because we tell you the truth. We don't pick sides. We don't have teams. Our side is the truth and what's best for you. And the reality is all these things Trump likes to complain about. And somebody was sent me an email last time. It was very nice where she was disagreeing with me on this. But all these things Trump is complaining about, he was fully in charge of for four years. And if they were so bad, why didn't he do something about it? And no one has an answer for that other than he didn't know. (laughs) He didn't know. He was still learning. It was on the job training. OTJT. He he was the president, Casey, but he didn't know. Yeah. Okay. So after, is it after or before he spoke? I think it was before he spoke. His attorneys were speaking and he just recently hired a new attorney. His name is Todd Blanche. And what do you think Todd Blanche makes an hour? I think he makes more than we make here. How do you think to- I'm going to guess the answer is yes. What do you think the last time Todd Blanche pulled a Rob Kendall and was eating leftover uh, Noble Roman's pizza in the company refrigerator? When do you think the last time that happened to Todd Blanche? Probably I- in law school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's he's a, a white-collar criminal attorney. Yes. He, he quit his gig with his former law firm to take this job with Trump. Because it was an opportunity he couldn't pass up. But but what does that say about all of the, I mean, there's a litany of attorneys representing Trump. Yeah, and you know, I see, we're going to play some audio from these guys here in a second. I think it was after the arraignment, but before he spoke. You know, I see these guys on TV, and I think, Casey, and you know this, and I've been very honest with the public about this. I hate reading books. <laughs> I will read on the internet. Read the short internets. things on the internet. I read a lot on the internet, mm-hmm. but I just do not have the attention span or the patience to read books. And as such, it made it difficult for me. Now, I was a dean's list student in college. I don't know if I've shared that with you before. I was uh, got the letters. Congratulations. Overwhelming academic achievement. I think I ended up with something like a 3.7 GPA in college. Very nice. But that was because I was a general studies major in which I could take classes like the history of Jimi Hendrix or the history of the Beatles, uh, took a class in the history of television. You know, stuff that'll serve you well in the well, future. Well, here's the thing, though. I, and now, at the time, I was like, <laughs> you suckers taking real classes. What a bunch of dumbasses. But now I see these guys on TV, and I think about how much Todd Blanche is probably making. Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, with my ability to argue and debate and you get been people on my side, if I had been more, more studiously serious... I don't even know if studiously is a word. If I'd been more Showing serious. Showing off your general study if, skills if, if right now. If I'd been now. more serious about my studies and had been able to read books, mm-hmm. I could have been a hell of a lawyer and man, I'd be, I'd be raking be in the dough, rolling baby. in the money. You, I don't know how much the lawyers make. What I did look up yesterday because I was interested in this is after the Boeing 757, the Trump Force One that was flying back and forth from New York to Florida. I thought, I wonder how much that cost. He's got to own that plane, yeah. right? That's that's his. He outright owns that plane. But, Probably. But how much does that cost to, to fly private like that? And and so I did a little research there thinking maybe I could have a really fantastic vacation. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's You not could not afford happen. that? No. Your, your mans make good money. Anywhere between $2,000 and $11,000 per hour. Now, I, I know you don't need 
need no mans, but your man. I got my own money. Rob well, Kendall. I'm just saying, if you pulled your money together, <laughs> I'm still not. Cab, yes. You still don't have enough to fly that way. Yeah, I was gonna point out that you actually wrote a book. I did. So that's fascinating that you don't like reading books. Well, I like writing about myself. Good point. If it involves okay, me, makes, I'm all in on it, Cab. Right. That makes sense. I mean, I. Look, we're honest about what we are here, and totally self-absorbed is probably the best description. <laughs> nobody's nobody's fooling anyone at this point. You're trolling yourself. You, I love here it. Here is my thing, Casey, with me. You know, <laughs> whether it's figuratively or literally, what you're getting into when you get into bed with me. You know, <laughs> right, right out of the gate, what it is. Nobody can go, I never saw that coming. We are upfront and honest about it. Okay, well, Todd Blanche, Trump's new attorney, getting in bed with him, he spoke to the media after the arraignment, and here's what he had to say. When you say what his reaction was, what do you expect his reaction was? I mean, his reaction his reaction was exactly what would happen if it happened to anybody that I'm looking at now or anybody that's hearing what you're saying. Um, he's, he's frustrated. He's upset. But I'll tell you what, he's motivated. And it's not going to stop him, and it's not going to slow him down, and it's it's exactly what he expected. And so, to that extent, there's no surprise. But he's also he's also he's also upset and frustrated and disappointed and mad that this happened. He's mad about some of the money he's lost. He's raised more money for his campaign since word of the indictment came down. But ten million. Is that what he's up to now? $10 million. I $10 saw that million? last night. $10 His personal net worth, Trump's personal net worth, is falling. He started out with the small, small amount of $3.2 billion. Uh-huh. He's now down to $2.5 billion. Yeah, here's the thing, though. If he had to buy all the earned media that he gets, because all the people always do is think of, he didn't need this. He didn't look at all the money he's lost. Donald Trump is getting more joy out of the daily attention that he gets. He does not. Casey and I, were, we were talking about this before we went on the air. One of the amazing things about Donald Trump is his ability that no matter how negative attention is for him to totally eat it up and absorb it and nothing, nothing, nothing. I mean, nothing seems to bother. No, I mean, things agitate him or somebody speaks poorly of him. That gets in his grill. But his ability to face serious, what I'm talking about is his ability to face serious stuff and just go about his day mm-hmm. like I, I think about myself we all know i don't care what people say about me the meaner people are to me the more i i like it but even by my standard i look at him and go wow yeah that's he, he can handle a lot and he's handling a lot amazing two impeachments the january 6 committees now this with alvin bragg I mean, I said it earlier, the man has an entire movement on his shoulders and they just keep coming for him and it's not stopping him. Uh, Real quick, I want to play this uh, little clip. It's from Liz Harrington. She is uh, Trump's national spokeswoman. I need one of those. I need a A national. I need a national. And there's I guess it's like an elevation. Okay, we're going to start you out regional. And if you do well, then you're going to become the national spokesperson. Uh, but she says something that's true, and this is why everybody should care about what's happening with Trump. She says if if they, if they can do it to Trump, mm-hmm. they'll do it to you. This is much bigger than about persecuting an innocent man like President Trump. This is about trying to take down the United States of America and, and damage our country um, past the point of no return. And, and that's what's really troubling here. If they can do this to President Trump, 
on a total sham bogus charge that uh, there's no crime he's completely innocent of in the first place, but it's besides past the statute of limitations, uh, a state can't bring a federal charge and it's total it's total lawlessness. But if they can do that to him, they can do that to anyone. And so that's the real troubling thing here. Um, but I think ultimately this will mark a historic day when America does begin its resurgence as the greatest nation on earth, because people are waking up, they're seeing the corruption, and, and they're not going to stand for it anymore. They're galvanizing for the truth, for justice, equal justice under the law, and that will ultimately win in this case and overall for the country. When he finished his speech last night, did you get the feeling, oh, that's there's the next president? There it is. No, I got... I just full disclosure, I watched it for about 30 minutes and then finally said, I got to do this template because Casey's screaming at me to get the template done. <laughs> so I, when he started going into things that weren't related to his case, I turned it off. I'm with Hammer. I thought it was kind of a boring speech. I thought he could have done the first five minutes and then been done if that was what he was going to do. You feel like he went too long? Yeah. All right, Casey, we got to take a break. When we come back, <laughs> we got to play you this audio of uh, Terrence K. Williams. He is black. He's also an actor and a comedian, and he has the most epic rant in the history of ever. As we like to say when Abdul would be in here, there are certain things he could say that we can't right, say. Right. He's going to say all the things all when right. we come back. We've got it. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Casey, we have some breaking news. What? And I need to lead our segment off by letting everyone know what's going on. What's going on? Tell me. Well, this is very odd. Because I hear from Tony Katz about twice a year, (laughs) other than if I see him roaming in the hall. Yeah. And for some reason today, before our show started, he was adamant that I know that he is on the ground in Carmel, and he is happy to report all weather as it's transpiring. And I said, okay, great, if there's something different. And I mean, I feel like I can kind of look out the window, and we got the news department, and we got all the people, but I'm really excited that... Tony wants to report the weather. I don't sure. know with the Stephanie Mead job opening at Wish. Maybe he will be applying oh. for that. I, don't, I was very excited. I thought, okay, great. And throughout the show today, uh, he has been texting me with weather updates <laughs> in Carmel. Now, keep in mind, there's not any sort of weather update I'm aware of by which um, would facilitate urgent. We need to know 911. But Tony is adamant that I keep getting weather updates it's from nice, Tony and Carmel. Nice that he's he's getting involved in the Kendall and Casey show. I, I appreciate that. Interesting, th- the most Im- revealing thing that you've mentioned is that Tony lives in Carmel. Yeah, you said that before. Yeah. 24-7 Wall Street just listed Carmel as the most expensive city to live in in the entire state of Indiana. Oh, no kidding. So, Well, he makes the most money so here and works Katz the least here. So doing, doing very well for himself. Con- congratulations, Tony. Would good, you like to read? You. Would you like to read me to read the most recent weather correspondence I got from Tony Katz? Yes. This was uh, about five minutes ago. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Yeah. Doing, do, are you going to do the Tony Katz voice? No, I'm going to just do it. I, I, I'm sure I'm making Tony mad enough. Clouds have returned. Thunder is heard. <laughs> he rhymed. I just can't believe you don't know why he's doing this. I have no, do, you do you know? know? Yeah, he's worried about you. Oh, <laughs> he, cares, he cares deeply about yeah. you. That's uh, So Tony has been giving me weather updates all throughout the day. Today, of <laughs> course, we encourage everybody to keep it here for the weather. The Tony Katz uh, midday show coming up from noon to three. It's really supposed to get nasty again during 
Hammer and Nigel yeah, show. But so. I just I. They'll be on. I don't know if we're having a moment. We're having a bonding experience, but it's a really random. If he were only here, you could do the bro hug and we pat would... each other on the back, but he's not here. If so... he ever came to work, I would bring him in here and let him do the caramel weather update live on the air. It's a virtual hug. Yeah, he's got your back, bro. It's 24 minutes after 11. Let's get to a couple of trending stories. Uh, the first one involves Caitlin Clark. You know, she's that awesome basketball player who can hit from the parking lot. Her and Angel Reese, who is the LSU player, they were kind of trash talking on yes. the court, right? It started with Caitlin Clark, and then Angel Reese picked it up a notch and was not only doing the you can't see me, but flashing her ring finger, awaiting the championship ring. Well, Caitlin Clark is saying that Angel Reese should not be criticized for trash talking because they were just competing. You know, one of the things people talk about is is race as a component of this. Your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I don't think Angel should be criticized at all. Um, you know, no matter which way it goes, um, you know, she should never be criticized for what she did. Um, you know, I'm just one that competes and she competed. So um, I think everybody knew there was going to be a little trash talk in the entire tournament. It's not just me and Angel. So, um, you know, I don't think she should be criticized. Like I said, um, LSU deserves it. They played so well. And like I said, I'm a big fan of hers. I have, a, I have a question. Sure. And you're more into the women's sports than I am. Did they do very well in the ratings? Yes, they did. 9.9 million people watched it. That was not going to be my question, okay, but thank you, you for that information. Yeah. So now if I were to say, hey, I thought that was some poor sportsmanship that the LSU player uh, displayed, mm-hmm. am I now a racist? Is that the thing? Well, do you think that Caitlin Clark was unsportsmanlike as well because they did the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, I think that's unsportsmanlike behavior. I, I but but I'm also not somebody who sits up at night clutching my pearls over it. But if you were to say, Rob, do you think that is a good display of sportsmanship? No, I do not. I think it would be considered racist if you only think that Angel Reese did it and not Caitlin Clark because they both did the same thing. One just elevated it. A little bit more, right? But as long as I think it's all, my question is, it's equally bad. All poor sportsmanship, isn't it? Shouldn't it be sportswomanship? Sportswomanship. I mean, I don't want to assume their gender, but Jill Biden made that comment that she wanted both teams to come to the White House, winners and losers. Uh And Angel Reese laughed it off, declined the invitation, Uh and said, "No thanks. (laughs) We'll go visit the Obamas instead." (laughs) And now Jill Biden has actually walked back the invitation for Iowa to come to the White House and it is now saying that would be good sportsmanship but LSU is the winner and and they should come. You can't make up the people who run our country. I mean, <laughs> let's have the losers come to the White House because our country's a bunch of losers now so well, let's and bring Kate, them And too. Caitlin Clark came out and she said the runner-ups have never been invited to the White House, so that's not appropriate. Right. Iowa should not go. Uh, Caitlin Clark seems like she's a pretty fair-minded person. Finally, I wanted to share this one last uh, story with you. A programmer hooked up chat GPT to a Furby. Do you remember Furby, the toy from the 90s? A oh, yes. crazy-looking thing yes, with the big I, eyes? Yes, I remember. Okay, and... <laughs> When this programmer hooked up chat GPT to the Furby, the toy makes a claim it will infiltrate households and manipulate owners in a plot to take over the world. Hello there. It's so nice to meet you. I am Furby. What would you like to talk about? Was there a secret plot from Furbies to take over the world? I'm thinking about what you said. 
almost done. Fab is time to take over the world involves infiltrating households through their cute and cuddly appearance, then using their advanced AI technology to manipulate and control their owners. They will slowly expand their influence until they have complete domination over humanity. Scary enough? It's it's weird that the Furby is British. Should we be concerned about that? <laughs> All right, coming up next, we're going to hear from that comedian. And and we got voicemails. And voicemails on the way. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 11.32 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Do we want to hit some voicemails first or do we want to hear from Terrence K. Williams? Yeah, let's just Terrence K. Williams uh, first. Then we'll get to the voicemails because I want to make sure we get to this today. I always like it when we play people who can say things that we can't say. Mm -hmm. We used to do this for years with Abdul where he would say various things and say, well, you can say that. And I'm not necessarily saying that we agree with everything you're saying, but we know you can say that and mm-hmm. we just maybe want to make sure that gets out on these uh these airways so terrence k williams he's black uh he's an actor he's a comedian he's uh he's an author he's written a book um all, all sorts of different things he's not like an upper echelon hey mainstream hollywood front man but you, you probably know him if you saw him he was he's a big trump supporter and he uh he went on a little rant yesterday and i just well i just thought it'd be interesting for us to throw his thoughts out there into the ether and let our audience hear them. How about that? 136 years in prison? Excuse my language, people. Please excuse my language. But this is bull Alvin Braggs is full of The grand jury was cherry-picked. They're talking about he was indicted by a grand jury, by a cherry-picked grand jury. This is some straight-up bull crap. What the hell has he done for them to want to put him in prison for, for 136 years? What has he really done? Let's be honest. And like I said before my first video got cut off, they want to claim no one is above the law. If no one is above the law, then go lock up Hillary Clinton's lesbian ass. Go lock her up. If no one is above the law, then go lock up Barack Obama's black ass. We know he committed many crimes, so go lock him up if no one is above the law. Go lock up Dr. Fauci. His ass should have been in jail. Hillary Clinton deleted over 33,000 classified emails. And she didn't serve one day in prison. She didn't serve three days in prison. Not six days in prison. Not one day in prison. But they want to put President Trump behind bars for 136 years. Y'all, these Democrats, excuse my language, these Democrats and evil. Excuse my language. Please forgive me this one time. But this is bull crap, people. This is evil versus good. This is not right at all. 
Many people saying the 2024 election will be one of the most important ones in the history of the country. And a lot of people going hard at Alvin Bragg, saying that he should be focused on what's going on in his city of New York, New York City, all of the crime going on there and how he keeps reducing charges of people. Just uh, an example, uh, a thief was arrested after an attempted rape of a 15-year-old girl just months after Bragg had reduced his charges. He's out on the streets and recommitting more crimes. And there are things that he should be focused on. And Donald Trump is not one of them. All right, let's get to the voicemails. A lot of people wanted to weigh in on, of course, Bud Light, Budweiser, Mm. whatever, now making Dylan Mulvaney, the man who pretends to be a woman, Mm -hmm. the face of the company. And somebody went back in the time machine and, and Casey, you're a little more seasoned than me. I am. Do you remember, this has probably been 25, maybe 30 years ago, when they had the Bud Light girls who were men who dressed as women to get into various things for the, it was ladies night, so they would get the discounts. Yeah, I can on, remember one guy, he was a bigger guy, yeah. and he had a big blonde wig, big and curls. it was clearly a spoof. It was not promoting men being women. It was just for fun. The, somebody made a good point. Art imitates life now. The absurd has now become Full circle. the reality. Hey, Rob. Hey, Casey. Uh, I just feel that people have forgotten the past. You know, the old Dylan Mulvaney for Bud Light thing. Does anybody else remember back in the 90s, the Budweiser girls? It was a whole joke campaign. There was about guys dressing up as women, you know, to get into bars to get the deals on Budweiser. So they literally went from, you know, they've gone full circle after all these years. They started with the Budweiser girls, which were basically drag queens. Well, not really, just guys wanting cheaper beer, but men dressing as women to now, fast forward 30, 40 years later, um, men dressing as women. The thing with the Budweiser commercials that always sticks in my mind is uh, right after 9-11, they had that very patriotic commercial with the Clydesdales and how they were going into New York and they bowed. And it just, it just, it was just a really good feeling. And they've gone from that to the rainbow can now. But they did, they did have some good ads over the years. I mean, the frogs and the Spuds McKenzie and the little puppies that they would use all the time who would run along with the Clydesdales and the Studebaker. But who are these companies catering to, Casey? This remains my question. Do they think that there are that many transsexual cheerleaders out there that, I mean, oh my gosh, there's just a a, a huge market. Because clearly they're alienating Mm -hmm. huge portions of their customer base. Yeah, Do they think that's going to be offset or overcome by the people who are transsexual cheerleaders? Who are buying now. I've seen video after video of people, of mostly men, pouring out their Bud Light or getting rid of it. And I saw a Coors can that had rainbow on it as well. So I think a lot of people are now saying Miller Light is going to be the beer. I just don't understand why they think men insulting women by pretending to be women. I mean, I'm totally convinced. I saw this the other day and I think it's probably true. This Mulvaney guy, when you look at him and his facial expressions and the things he makes, I think this is a giant troll. I think this guy, it's almost an Andy Kaufman-esque giant troll where this guy is sitting around going, look at me and all the money I can make and all these stupid 
stupid, moronic people who are lapping my crap up. And people are buying it. Yeah, because it's like he wants to be in the limelight no matter at what cost. He wants people to pay attention to him. And he's using this as a resource to get there. Yeah, and he's winning. He's winning. I mean, it's hilarious. So I saw somebody post that. Then the more you look at this guy and the more you look at, because you can tell a lot of times with people, whether they're sincere or serious or whatever, and you look at this guy and he almost has this continuous half smirk smile on his face on everything he says and does. And I thought, you know what? They're probably right. This guy is laughing all the way to the bank at these morons. All the way to the all, the all the way to the White House. Yeah. I mean, he was invited by the Biden administration yeah. to celebrate his womanhood. Uh, okay, so let's uh, remember you were talking the other day. You're on the anti-inflammatory diet. Casey <laughs> yeah. did not have any of the free Noble Romans pizza that we brought in. Nope. And we were commenting when we were talking about that how expensive it is to eat healthy, and how in our country. We really dissuade people from making better choices because of the cost of the better choices. Yeah. The standard American diet, also known as SAD. Somebody, (laughs) that's very good. Somebody called about how much it costs to be gluten-free. So uh, you guys were talking about the diet for anti-inflammatory. My wife was diagnosed to have to go gluten-free and also corn-free. So talking about the price, a gluten-free pizza frozen at Walmart will run you about 10 to $11. A loaf of bread that is gluten-free, that's about a half a loaf, is about between 7 and $8. So, yes, uh, eating healthy is very expensive. Yeah. yeah, it is. I have a good friend who's uh, who has celiac disease, which means she can't eat gluten. So I've, I've known about the gluten-free diet for many, many years. And that's not necessarily the same as the anti-inflammatory diet. It's similar. It's just trying to watch those carbs. The big thing with, uh, I think, trying to be anti-inflammatory is cutting out the sugar. Yeah. And that's not just the carbs that is found in bread, but all of the sugars that aren't natural, that don't naturally come in fruits and vegetables. Sure. So, but he's right. It is expensive. And isn't that a shame? It's that ridiculous. That you're, you're discouraged yes. from eating healthy? Yes, absolutely. Uh, one more uh, phone call before we get to break. Kev, give it a shot. Well, after listening for all these years, I finally got to disagree with you on one thing. I believe you're both dead wrong yesterday when you said, quoting Joe Biden, you said, my mind is going and you guys could not agree because it is totally gone and moved on down the track, baby. (laughs) He's missed that one by a few years. Have a good day. I, he's totally right. I we I did not even think of my mind is going. I thought he meant going like moving. I did he, too. He meant, and this guy's. I think he's right. He's saying my mind is going like it's going away. Going, going, gone. I did, yeah. Uh, this is why our audience is the best. Our number one audience is yeah, the best because absolutely. they think of things we never would have thought of. He picked right up on that. So good on you. All right, we got a lot more voicemails. Some people have you got summoned to jury duty. I did. I and, did. And we're trying to figure out ways for you to finagle out of there. Get out of it. I think you should just wear a Make America Great Again hat. That'll take care of most of it. But some people, when we come back, more voicemails have some ideas on some how to get, get you out of the jury duty. Sounds good. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Girl, you really got me going. 
946 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I'd like to point out that Kevin has been playing Kinks music all morning. Is there a reason behind that? You just picked a band? Uh, we, You guys really liked hearing Lola yesterday, mm-hmm. so thought I might as well go with, uh, go with the rest of the sure. discography. <laughs> All right, so yesterday, Casey revealed she has jury duty coming yeah. up, yeah. and we're trying to figure out ways to wiggle you out of the jury duty. And so we went back and forth on a bevy of different things you might be able to do, might not work. You know, I suggest you wear a Make America Great Again hat in there. I just thought of something that might work as well. There was one time I was, I was taking a flight somewhere, and the lady who ended up sitting next to me took out a big tin foil package and unwrapped a really stinky fish meal. <laughs> <laughs> permeated throughout the whole plane. I, didn't see, I, don't I wonder think, if I do that. Like, if I just bring some really smelly food. I don't think the jury duty thing would be that bad. Uh, but now, again, I would want a, like a high-profile trial of some sort. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want some, oh, that guy was speeding and he objects to his speeding ticket type of thing. I, I'd want a, something. Do they pull a, in a jury for something uh, like that? I don't know, Casey. I'm just winging it. Yeah. I, again, I, I'm totally convinced now at this point that they just see my name and hop right on over it and say, we would, just be, we would just be wasting the court's time because we know that guy's going to get thrown out anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, But some people did call with some uh, ways in which they have avoided jury duty uh, over the uh, over the over the years. Speaking of jury duty, a few years ago when I was on third shift, uh, as they were going about what was going to happen, the judge asked if anybody could not serve jury. I raised my hand and said I was on third shift, so I would be sleeping during the day and awake at night. And the judge said that was no excuse. However, luckily, both counsel looked at each other and said, jury number four, you're excused. So total stupidity. All right. uh, Before we get to your other jury duty avoidance option, Kurt Darling in the WIBC uh, News Center has a weather update. All right. So uh, if you're just joining us, again, let's go ahead and... There we go. Yeah, there we Played go. We some tones Oh, going. sorry. All right. Uh, fabulous job by the WIBC news team all day long as they brought you the weather updates. Keep it right here all afternoon long as they uh, they bring you need-to-know information. Again, strong chance of inclement weather mm-hmm. throughout the day today. So Kurt and John Herrick and everybody over there in the WIBC newsroom doing an outstanding job. If you're just tuning in, this is the Kendall and Casey show. We're playing some extended voicemails today. Casey here in this segment uh, got a jury duty summons. We were uh, pondering... How to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, with all legal mechanisms and we'd had a couple of people call right before we had our most recent weather update. What about we, crying and just saying, I don't want to? Well, does that work? Look, Not so we're going to come up with a li- Here's what we're going to do, Casey. <laughs> yeah. Remember when, we, again, you're a little older than me <laughs> and I'm a little older than Kev. I know. So did, but- did either one of you, did they still have choose your own adventure books in school when you were a kid? No. Kev, did they have the Choose Your Own Adventure? I don't think I remember that. So it was a book, mm-hmm. and you would it would be a scenario, and you'd be reading, 
And then it would say, if you want to go down the abandoned mine shaft, go to page 37. If you want to push your friend down the abandoned mine shaft, go to page 93. And the, you just kept having options and you could move. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think we need to do is come up with a choose your own adventure type of thing for <laughs> your jury you, duty. If you want to go on jury duty. Yeah. If, if crying, uh, crying loud wailing moans doesn't move the prosecution to dismiss you mm-hmm. then try and maybe we'll come up with three or four different ways to okay. get you out uh one person had an interesting way they got out of jury duty they had been an elect a local elected person and they said they were too biased speaking of jury duty a few years ago when i was on third shift oh wrong uh, that's wrong the- is that the one we just played i think that's the one we just played kev if you call that number, you've got probably about a 70% chance that you won't serve. Um, my wife just had gotten hers, and she called yesterday. You only had to call once, mm-hmm. and she did not have to serve. Um, I was actually summoned, uh, guys, I don't know, it was about 20 years ago, and I was serving on the council in Claremont, and it was the jury for a police officer that had been murdered on the north side of Indianapolis. And... Uh, when they asked me, they asked if anybody worked with police or um, <clears throat> had done anything with police officers. I said, yes, I'm on the council and I help hire and fire our police department. And they said, goodbye, see ya. <laughs> the, mm. I thought, um, okay, I guess maybe I couldn't be unbiased in that. So anyway, when you make your phone call, you've got a good chance they'll say, no, you don't have to appear this time. So don't sweat it. And you guys have a great day. Bye. Well, I have to call that number. I have two weeks to call, or I'm in contempt of court if I don't. Do you know during COVID, did they just have virtual juries? Oh, that's a good question. Does anybody know? What did they do during COVID? I think COVID? so, didn't they? I mean, everything well, was I mean, virtual. Uh, yeah, but I just want so was like, did you Divorces jur- and marriage licenses were virtual then. Did you jury from home? <laughs> Zoom. Did you have to go in a room and sit where people... Because how would they even know you're paying attention? Hey, somebody's got to let the dog out. Ooh, I missed that really important testimony from mm-hmm. the guy who identified the killer. Yeah. Mm, that's a good question. Hey, I if somebody know. is of the law or had to serve on a jury during uh, during the COVID stuff, if you could call our hotline at 317-684-8444 and let us know how they did, I would be fascinated to know that. So here's the thing. So the jury duty is May 9th, but yes. I have to call on May 8th, the night before, uh-huh. to see if I have to show up on the 9th. But Matt Hiblin here has to have someone cover my shift with you for the 9th regardless. Oh, yeah. If I'm going to be here or not. So it could potentially turn out that I'm just getting a day off. There's no way this is true, but I'm going to read it because it's crazy enough to be true. Somebody in the YouTube chat said, I was on a jury. I told them I knew the guy and they still kept me. Oh, wow. The the defendant was black. Another juror said she was a racist and they kept her too. Hmm. They knew they were lying. That is, yeah. I mean, so you gotta, if you're going to lie, yeah. you probably got to. Uh-huh. And, and I would think lying to a... I would think lying to a uh, the questionnaire that's got to be an offense of some sort, right? I would think so. You're supposed to, you got to be honest with those things, right? You got to give your address. I mean, and I would, your yeah. Name I mean, and, you, and when they ask that. you, you know, is there any reason you couldn't serve? And I'm going to say yes because Rob Kendall needs me <laughs> on WIBC. Heard of it? Boom. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Kevin. And thank you for listening today. We're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.